welcome to Coco's latest bite. I'm Chef Arlene Coco, a chef, entrepreneur, and culinary instructor. Every week, I'll share my latest bite inspired by nature's seasonal bounty. So pull up a chair at my table and let's talk cooking. Hello, everybody. Chef Coco here. Today, we're going to talk about cooking outside. I know Memorial Day is coming up and lots of people want to get outside and do cooking and entertain because it's getting warmer and gosh, don't we like to dine al fresco. I know I do. Cooking outside is one of my favorite things to do when the weather warms up. And when I was catering and a chef, we always cooked outside for parties outside. Even in the winter, whether it was not to mess up a client's fancy kitchen or we just wanted room to spread out in a garage, it gave us a chance to get some fresh air and make some delicious food at the same time. We would set up a field kitchen of sorts where we would have everything we needed, including running water, burners, garbage, you name it, we brought it. We love cooking close to the source of serving. It shortened the distance between us and the customer. So in my own home now, I still love cooking outside for friends. It gives me a chance to be a part of the action, and it also gives them a chance to participate in the cooking process. Now, you just might have the gear and be organized, um, but here are a few tips that make it a little easier to cook outside. Now one of my favorite things to order in restaurants is ahi tuna. With the availability of frozen, I also enjoy making at home. With just a few ingredients, you can have the same fancy fare in your own backyard at a fraction of the cost. So it can be simple or extravagant. I kind of fall somewhere in between. I got a very inexpensive butane burner, single burner for my local restaurant supply house. It's easy to find them online too. They cost about $30 and you can find the butane canisters there too. And you can find butane uh, canisters just about anywhere. Because people use them quite a bit for camping. And I have a, a grill, a nice size prep table, a good sturdy large cutting board is also recommended. The bigger, the better. Now you want to set up your station moving your food from left to right during the cooking process. Particularly if you're going to have raw food, do you want to keep it, you want to keep it always separated from cooked food. A nice prep table like a folding table from Sam's Club or Costco or somewhere like that works great. And don't forget about a garbage can too. Tools that you'll need Um, If you're going to chop outside and do your mise en place there. You'll have a bucket along with bleach water or sanitizer if you have raw foods around. I always set up all of these tools whenever I'm going to cook outside. I love to use my butane burner to cook outside because I can do everything from sautéing shrimp scampi to searing tuna to flipping pancakes. A cast iron rectangular griddle is a great investment for cooking outside, for making pancakes and cooking several types of flat items like fish and chicken breast. Now in Australia, the barbie, as we like to call it, 
It's a flat iron shaped uh, disc with no grates. It was really fascinating to me when I traveled there that I got to experiment with it. I forgot how versatile a flat grill is on a barbecue. Now we're seeing a lot of those flat grills coming out now. Um, I saw some just the other day in Menards where they have all sorts of new grills out for the season. Well, today we're going to talk about ahi tuna. I love to order, like I said, ahi tuna in the restaurants. But I actually have learned how to cook it when I want it in between my restaurant visits. Where I live in the Midwest, frozen tuna is quite acceptable. What I've learned from years in the restaurant business is that just because fish is frozen, that doesn't mean it's not fresh. In many landlocked areas, frozen fish is a better idea than fresh, depending on how long it's been out of the water. When I worked in the seafood business many years ago, even back then, fresh fish in landlocked areas was at least seven days from the water. Now boats can pick up fish right from the fishing boats and freeze them very quickly and package them. You see this quite often with salmon that's caught in Alaska. I like to buy ahi tuna. It's yellowfin tuna, which is still sustainable. And I can find that in just about any grocery store. They're just the right portion size, and they can even be cooked from frozen. So the equipment that you're going to need for cooking ahi tuna outside al fresco is simple. You just need a burner or heat source and a non-stick skillet with a lid. You sear them, flip them over, take them off the heat and cover them and let them sit for a minute. If you want them more done, you can let them sit longer or you can sear them longer. It takes a bit of practice, but once you get the feel for how long it takes and you cook them frozen versus fresh, you'll get the hang of it easily. It's a great meal on a spring salad with a few garnishes and dressing. All you need is a little wasabi vinaigrette for the top and some sesame seeds and you got delicious dinner in a flash. So I'm going to give you some tips for cooking tuna al fresco with the wasabi dribble, which is drizzle, which is pretty much how I make mine. Have all your mise en place done ready before you start because the tuna is going to cook very quickly and you don't want to be mixing and doing things at the last minute because your tuna is done and you're ready and, and it's ready and you're not, right? Tip number two, you'll need a high smoke oil like avocado or grapeseed oil, not sesame oil or olive oil because it burns too quickly. Tip number three, next you want to gather your sesame seeds I use sometimes a 50-50 mix of half black and half toasted white sesame seeds. And you want to brush the tuna with oil and then dredge them in the seeds. But having your seeds and using that mix is a great tip for adding uh, visual diversity to the fish. And tip number four, make sure your pan is hot. This will ensure a good sear. And tip number five, don't forget to add salt and pepper, especially black pepper. It gives a really nice flavor. Tip number six, if you don't have a nonstick pan, a cast iron skillet works great too. 
You'll want to get it hot so you will get a quick sear. And tip number seven, I like to use wasabi paste as opposed to uh, powder or the wasabi sauce you see sometimes. Um, the dry wasabi will work as well if you mix it with water. And tip number eight, if you're cooking thawed tuna, you only need about one to two minutes on each side. On each side, about 10 seconds, and then on the edge if you're searing. Tip number nine, toss your greens with your dressing before you put your fish on top. It coats the greens and it gives it a delicious flavor. And my last tip is always cut against the grain. And remember, tuna will continue to cook after it is off the heat. This is called carryover heat. So you can go to my website at arlenecoco.com and I have a video there of how to do this. You can watch me make it. And also I have the recipe, which I will give you. You're listening to Coco's Latest Bite with Chef Arlene Coco, a show for cooks who were inspired by nature's bounty. And we're back. So now I'm going to give you the recipe for the seared tuna with wasabi sauce or wasabi drizzle. Now this recipe serves four people and you're going to need four frozen ahi tuna steaks, which are four to six ounce size. Four teaspoons of avocado or grapeseed or canola oil. A quarter of a cup of toasted sesame seeds, and you might need more for garnish for your salad. One to two tablespoons of wasabi paste. One tablespoon of toasted sesame oil one to four tablespoons soy sauce depending on your taste and for the salad you're going to want some fresh spinach about four cups a half a cup of i love those little crunchy french fried onion rings and that's all you need now if you want the uh, recipe it is on my blog on my website under arlenecoco.com and you could jump over there and get it just as quick so of course, always in the kitchen, you want to wash your hands before you start cooking. It's always a good idea. 20 seconds, soap and water is what we do in the restaurants. You want to get your large nonstick pan and heat it over medium-high heat. Now, if you're doing this outside, you would do it on your butane burner, or you could possibly do it on a grill if um, you had a pot that wouldn't... Uh, being upset if it sat on a grill, right? You want to coat your fish with the oil and crumb it with the sesame seeds on one side. Place the fish on the side with the seeds down on the hot skillet. You want to sear the tuna. And you want to continue to cook it for about, oh, five minutes at the most, sometimes three or four, but just really depending on if it's frozen or if it's fresh until 
the bottom of the fish touching the pan starts to turn white. And you can see this. You want to turn the fish and sear it on the other side for two minutes. Take it off the heat, cover it, and let it sit in the pan for up to 10 minutes. And you'll see if it's completely cooked. You'll be amazed because it'll be like, ah, it's kind of raw. And then you let it sit and that carryover heat and that heat from that pan cooks it just enough. You want to slice it against the grain and place it on your bed of spinach. I like to dress mine before. You want to drizzle with sesame oil mixed with soy sauce and wasabi sauce on top of the fish. Sprinkle with additional sesame seeds as garnish. Now, if the tuna is too rare for your diners, cook it on medium heat in the microwave for about 30 seconds, and that will cook it uh, perfectly more. So when you want to store this fish, you want to store raw fish in the freezer until you're ready to use it. If it's thawed, you always want to store it below 40 degrees until you're ready to cook it. After it's cooked, you want to let it cool, and you could store it for up to three or four days in the fridge. Now, this um, tuna is also great for other dishes like tuna niçoise salad, the famous French salad with tuna and green beans, potatoes, and anchovies, and there's a few other things that go on, and I think cucumbers. It's really nice. Or you can make tuna for a tuna sandwich. It's always great if you, you might want to just cook it a little more, but it could be a tuna sandwich too, used for tuna sandwiches. So if you're looking for things to serve with it, I also recommend my sesame green beans. They make a delicious side dish with this as well. And you could find that recipe on my blog on my website. And for beverage pairing, I always like to recommend my favorite Le Charmes uh, Chardonnay from Mecaluni. It's a French Chardonnay, and it's been my go-to favorite wine for seafood for over 40 years. And I have to tell you, it's been consistent all of those years. It's never changed. I don't know how they do it. So remember, if you cook on a campfire or even like a fancy Taj Mahal, cooking outside is a wonderful way to mix it up this season and get outdoors. I love this dish because it can be made on the fly as a weeknight salad entree or served as a first course for a dinner party. Now it can be a great culinary secret weapon in your stash of recipes and cooking charms. So you want to learn more recipes that are easy, healthy, and perfect for cooking with friends? Stop on over on my website and register for my monthly newsletter at ArleneCoco.com. While you're at it, follow me on Facebook and Instagram. I leave you with this quote this week from Fennel Hudson, a British countryside author and broadcaster. Cooking and eating outdoors makes it taste infinitely better than the same meal prepared and consumed indoors. Till next time, enjoy and get cooking. Thanks for listening to this episode of Coco's Latest Bite. Want to reach me? It's easy to connect with me on my website, 
ArleneCoco.com, A-R-L-E-N-E-C-O-C-O.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook, so please comment, like, and share with your friends. Now you'll find more information about each episode in the show notes, which will link back to the website and the blog. So don't miss it and have a great day.